Today's podcast features an article from Discern Magazine. Should Christians celebrate the Passover? Should Christians pass over the annual Passover or celebrate it? What are God's instructions about this often overlooked festival observed by the early church? Written by Jason Hyde. In much of the religious world, adherents search for meaning, purpose, and validation in a familiar cadence of religious festivals. This concept is common in the professing Christian world as well. Various sects and denominations have adopted a variety of festivals, often borrowed from ancient and pagan cultures. Long ago, they affixed biblical and moral themes and proclaimed these days Christian. Commonly celebrated festivals, ranging from Easter to Christmas, were often lifted directly from pre-existing pagan festivities and given Christian-sounding names. Students of the Bible, recognizing the contradiction and confusion caused by blending pagan rituals with Christian ideals, are often left unmoored from cultural and family traditions. Yet, many would-be Christians still yearn for meaningful religious festivals and practices. In recent years, this desire has led some Christians to look to Jewish culture for customs and practices to fill this void. One custom adopted by some churches is the traditional Jewish Passover Seder. The origin of the formalized Seder meal, with its distinctive, structured rituals, prayers, and traditions, is unclear from history. Many scholars assert that the Seder developed after the destruction of the Second Temple in Jerusalem in A.D. 70 when observant Jews no longer had access to a temple for religious ceremonies. Regardless, the formulaic ritual of the Seder, a central practice in modern Judaism, is not found anywhere in the Bible. For Christians seeking traditions with fewer pagan overtones, the Seder may seem to provide a sense of being closer to history. However, in the rush to appropriate the Jewish Seder, many Christians overlook or ignore the underlying festival, the annual Passover, which was given by divine instruction. The Passover was established by God as a central event in his sacred calendar. The Bible sets the stage in Exodus chapters 7 through 11. God had sent Moses to lead Israel out of slavery in Egypt. To do this, God had brought a series of nine plagues on Egypt. After each plague, Pharaoh still refused to allow the Israelites to leave. But the tenth plague would crush Egyptian resistance and bring liberty to the enslaved Israelites. God foretold in Exodus 11 verse 5, All the firstborn in the land of Egypt shall die, from the firstborn of Pharaoh who sits on his throne, even to the firstborn of the female servant who is behind the handmill, and all the firstborn of the animals. God made provisions for protecting the children of Israel from this plague. That deliverance was through the Passover. Exodus 12 gives the details of this incredible event. Each household killed a lamb. Blood from that lamb was placed on the doorposts and on the lintel of the dwelling, and the Israelites stayed indoors during the night. In Exodus 12, verses 12 through 13, God said, For I will pass through the land of Egypt on that night, and I will strike all the firstborn in the land of Egypt. Now the blood shall be a sign for you on the houses where you are. And when I see the blood, I will pass over you, and the plague shall not be on you to destroy you. It was a dramatic scene. 
God established the Passover as the first annual festival for his people to remind them of this divine deliverance. After they settled in the Promised Land, Passover became a pilgrimage festival, with families journeying to Jerusalem to keep this special celebration. Passover and the other feasts of the Lord, found in Leviticus chapter 23, were touchstones in the national relationship with God. But what about Christians? Should Christians pass over the Passover? Or does God expect Christians to faithfully observe this annual festival? The answer might surprise you. Most professing Christian denominations largely ignore the Passover. Some communities substitute a weekly or a monthly communion ritual. However, thousands of faithful Christians continue to observe the annual Passover festival in accordance with New Testament instructions. Exploring these instructions may challenge you to consider observing this festival as well. Let's ask the question, did Jesus celebrate the Passover? By definition, Christians are disciples or students of Jesus Christ. Peter was inspired to comment that Christians should pattern their behavior and practices after the example of Jesus in 1 Peter 2 verse 21. In considering whether Christians should observe the Passover, Christ's personal example carries enormous weight. While the Bible does not record many details about Jesus' upbringing, it is clear that Jesus and his physical family kept the annual Passover. For example, Luke records in Luke 2 verses 41 through 42 that Jesus' parents went to Jerusalem every year at the Feast of Passover, and when he was 12 years old, they went up to Jerusalem according to the custom of the feast. Jesus continued this annual practice into adulthood. In the last days of his physical life, Jesus again made certain to observe the Passover, modeling this practice for his followers. Jesus told his disciples in Matthew 26, verse 18, My time is at hand. I will keep the Passover with my disciples. The four gospel writers affirm Christ's active participation in the annual Passover. There is no doubt about whether Jesus and his disciples celebrated the Passover. They did. However, some argue that the Passover was observed merely as a cultural practice and was limited to the Jewish people. Does the Bible address this issue? Those who desire to follow Jesus as head of the church should carefully consider his plain instructions. On the last night of his physical life, Jesus gathered with his followers for the annual Passover. This would be a momentous period of transition for his disciples. Jesus, knowing what was coming and understanding the magnitude and impact of his betrayal, arrest, and crucifixion, provided guidance, encouragement, and admonition to his followers. You can find that in John's, John's Gospel in chapters 13 through 17. In John 14, verse 21, Jesus tenderly admonished his disciples, He who has my commandments and keeps them, it is he who loves me. And he who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I will love him and manifest myself to him. Jesus reminded his followers that one measure of their love for him was whether they would follow his instructions. The same is true today. As John wrote in 1 John 2 verses 3 through 4, Now by this we know that we know him, if we keep his commandments. He who says, I know him, and does not keep his commandments, is a liar, and the truth is not in him. 
Among Jesus' instructions is a clear, straightforward command regarding the Passover. On that special evening, Jesus instituted new symbols, the bread and the wine, for the New Testament Passover observance. In doing so, he said, Do this in remembrance of me. Luke 22, verse 19. Do this in remembrance of me. This is more than a suggestion. It is presented as a personal command. It carries the gravity of being directly issued by Jesus Christ himself. Passover was enshrined as an ordinance in the Christian church by Jesus himself. His followers will diligently strive to keep his commands, including this directive to observe the annual Passover. Furthermore, we see that the Church of God plainly observed this festival in the New Testament. Paul, when writing to the mostly Gentile congregation in Corinth, commented in 1 Corinthians 5 verses 7 through 8, For indeed Christ, our Passover, was sacrificed for us. Therefore, let us keep the feast. Later in the letter, Paul reviewed the practice of observing Passover, affirming the significance and serious nature of this festival of God for the Christian community in 1 Corinthians 11, verses 17 through 32. It should be noted when reading this passage that the Corinthian congregation was well aware of the Passover festival as well as the Days of Unleavened Bread that follow. Had the Passover been enshrined as merely a Jewish festival, it would not have carried forward into the New Testament church. The Bible records that even congregations largely populated by non-Jews, such as the one in Corinth, were instructed on the importance and necessity of the New Testament Passover. Rather than being a feast of the Jews, the Bible shows Passover and other festivals belong to the Lord. Leviticus 23 verses 1 through 2. There is no hint in the Bible that the Church of God abandoned this special festival. What does the Passover mean for you? The Bible presents ample evidence that God established the Passover. Jesus and the New Testament church faithfully observed it. Those who observe this festival benefit from the vibrant and resonant meaning embedded in the Passover. As previously mentioned, for the first Passover in Egypt, each Israelite household killed a lamb, placed the blood on the doorposts, and then stayed indoor as the Lord passed over them and brought deliverance and liberty to his people. This ancient practice foreshadowed the coming of Jesus Christ and his redemptive sacrifice to enable salvation for all the human family. This is where the annual Passover becomes incredibly personal. We all need redemption. All humans other than Jesus have sinned and earned the penalty of eternal death. The Passover frames God's plan to offer redemption to you, me, and everyone else who repents of sin. The Apostle Paul explained that Jesus is our Passover in 1 Corinthians 5 verse 7. Jesus lived and died, shedding his blood to pay our death penalty, Romans 3 verse 25, because in his forbearance God had passed over the sins that were previously committed. Peter boldly proclaimed that Christians are redeemed with the precious blood of Christ as of a lamb without blemish and without spot in 1 Peter 1 verse 19. Far from being just an ancient practice, the festival of Passover is relevant for everyone today. The annual festival of Passover reminds Christians of the spectacular blessing of Christ's sacrifice. So how should a Christian observe the Passover today? Should Christians adopt the Jewish Seder? The Bible provides the answer. 
Jesus, as the Lamb of God, changed the Passover symbols for his followers. Jesus commanded that his disciples take of the unleavened bread and wine representing his broken body and shed blood. This was to be done annually on the Passover. The Apostle Paul explained that the New Testament Passover is not a festive meal in 1 Corinthians 11 verses 20 through 29. There is no need to appropriate the Jewish Seder. Instead, the Passover is a sober occasion where Christians, in partaking of the wine and bread, proclaim the Lord's death till he comes. Christians also wash one another's feet on the Passover, following the example and instruction of Jesus in John 13, verses 1 through 17. Baptized members of the Church of God, a worldwide association, much like thousands of other faithful disciples of Jesus Christ since the founding of the church, gather on Passover evening to follow Christ's guidance and example. As the Old Testament Passover was reserved for those who made the commitment of circumcision, Exodus 12, verse 48, those who have made the commitment of baptism renew their covenant with God at the New Testament Passover. Christians should not pass over this special festival of the Lord. Instead, we should follow the instructions of our Master, the Chief Shepherd and Lamb of God, and observe the New Testament Passover. Thanks for listening. For more information from today's featured article, visit lifehopeandtruth.com.